Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February 21st in the year of our Lord, 2024. The promotion of God, family, and country. The protection of life, liberty, and property. That's who we are. That's what we do in the traditions of our founding fathers. Welcome to the broadcast. I've got James Edwards with me. The politicalcesspool.org is his website. Check it out. And man, have we got a headline to kick off the second hour for you, James. Just uh, this came up literally in the last part of the first hour when Sam was uh, talking about the situation with the government compensation package for if you've had problems with uh, the vaccine. Of course, if you die suddenly, I don't guess it's going to help you and it's going to take you 10 years if you can make it that long. Uh, But this just literally came up on my browser feed that gives me all the news stories and clickbait. But this was an MSNBC headline, and we were talking about this in the first hour as well, just the the criminal corruption of the courts, of the so-called justice system particularly, and I think almost exclusively, really, in uh, blue states and blue districts like Fulton County, Georgia, where you have Fonnie Willis. Now, here's the headline, Unnecessary Circus Sideshow, MSNBC.com. Willis' testimony shows what can happen to those who take on Trump. So you see, all of her corruption should be completely disregarded. That's not the story. The story is she's coming under scrutiny because she's taking on Trump. I say, what planet are they living on? The people who take on Trump get lauded. The people who take on Trump get advanced. You have this ridiculous niece of his who's like a full, fully paid uh, MSNBC correspondent now because all she does is just badmouth Donald Trump. No, taking on Donald Trump is a great career move for you. And what they're trying to do is obfuscate the fact that her corruption is the reason that uh, she is in the crosshairs right now, not because she's taking on Trump. That's ridiculous. It wasn't Donald Trump who forced her to have a sexual affair with her subordinate. You know, you remember the whole Me Too thing, how touchy everybody was if a male who was in a position of authority. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to ask had- Fanny, did, did uh, Nathan, you know, get in writing that he had the right to kiss you for cash or what? <laughs> See, I mean, forget the, even the exchange of money, which is just really adds another layer to this this whole thing. But you're a male and you're in a position of power and you have a sexual relationship with a subordinate, even if it was fully consensual on both sides. They say that's a huge no, no. People get fired for that, not only for actually ha- consummating a, 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 a sexual relationship, but sort of any, you know, even flirting on the job. If you're a male superior to a female subordinate even sort of flirting even if the woman wants it is calls for your dismissal and then she had on fully uh, (laughs) an affair uh, with the guy that she's paying you know behind the scenes to help prosecute the president or the former president current front runner and that's just totally not even mentioned i guarantee you with a hundred percent certainty had this been a white male district attorney going after a Democrat, and he had uh, some sort of an affair with a female prosecutor that he was paying under the table. That would be the focus. That would be the focus. But in this case, you see, MSNBC tells us this is what happens if you take on Trump. She didn't do anything. She didn't have any agency whatsoever. All of her decisions, hey, it's just all because she was going after Trump that all of that happened. And it's completely disregarded. This is what the media does. I mean, the media tries so hard 
to build up the ones they want to build up and tear down the one they want to tear down. I mean, Lauren Bobert, uh, it, it just I got totally, two words totally for it, James. ravaged her. Yeah. Sam Bushman, quote, pure propaganda. That's what we're talking about here. Absolute, complete propaganda. What happened to Fanny, by the way? What's the worst that's going to happen to her? Is she going to go to jail like like Donald, or is she going to be fined a half a billion just to get due process? Uh, what's going to happen to Fanny? The worst that's going to happen is they're going to dismiss her from the case. Are they going to really push to, to remove her law license? Are they going to push to put her in prison for perjuring herself in court? Uh, is you know pay to play and cash and sex and what's going to happen to her? And the answer is nothing's going to happen to her, James. Except for maybe uh, in the court of public opinion, people are going to think she's a nutcase or she's a, you know, whatever. But what's really going to happen to Fanny? No, okay. she's not going to have NBC any statement. What's going to happen? I, 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 she's not going to go to prison. She's not going to be fined. I, I, I seriously doubt that it, she's even going to lose her job. But it, it has certainly cast some aspersions on the case. It has been an impediment and a little bit of a roadblock and a slowdown in her uh, persecution, not prosecution, but persecution of Donald Trump here in, in Georgia for what this whole thing centers around. He's talking to Raffensperger and says, you know, are there any more votes out there? Can you find me any more votes? Not manufacture them, not fabricate them. But yeah, so this whole thing is just a house of cards anyway. But yeah, she's not going to face any real punishment. And the fact that she's even getting some scrutiny at all, they say, is a result of 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 Trump because he has so much power he doesn't have any power certainly not in there the you media. have it there you have it anyway I'm just saying my headline for this is pure propaganda it's insane all right I don't know how to discuss this thing because it's just so psychotic you know when you see things in the news sometimes they're just so crazy so off the rails psychotic so unhinged that you just can't even hardly report them because you're like we can't even make this stuff up it's so crazy well, that's the case with this next headline. Milk is the question. Milk from men pretending to be women is just as good for babies. Hospitals <laughs> in the United Kingdom now claim. Yeah, they say it's comparable to that produced following the birth of a baby. Um, this one is brought to us by WND.com. But so over in the UK, hospitals are saying milk from men. So here's oh, wait a I minute. kind of wondered how you get milk from men, James. You, I was just you know about to ask, happens? have you ever made any milk? <laughs> are you off your, are you? <laughs> well, I have kind of actually, I have in my food storage powdered milk and I mix it with water. And, so I've made milk. Yes, but not in the way that you're referring to. Absolutely not. Now, women don't even make milk, by the way, unless they have a baby. Then the body says, hey, make milk. Well, here's what they've learned to do. In the, in the labs of, of psychosis, they have learned to give men a bunch of drugs where they claim that after men take this, uh, I don't know what you call it, concoction or, or whatever, um, this series of drugs, that milk can be produced by men with, with these drugs. So drugs kind of mimic the, the woman's body's ability to, or whatever, and they claim the milk's just as good. They're literally claiming this now in the UK. Now you can say, don't worry, that's not America. I'm telling you right now, it's coming to a milk factory near you. <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to report on this thing, James. Well, this is again what is happening. It goes to show the corruption at the top level of every institution, whether it's the government, the media, the courts, academia, even sadly, the medical community. Milk from men isn't even a thing.
much less one that's comparable to God's given natural nourishment, mother's milk. And but this, we've seen stuff like this before. I mean, we've seen, we have seen in 2020, going back to that year, the same year where they uh, unleashed uh, COVID and all of those restrictions and uh, almost nearly forced vaccinations. I mean, it really was sort of forced in the blue states. Uh, Again, you know, big red blue divide out there, folks, on every issue, uh, social, political, medical. But they said, if you remember back in 2020, Donald Trump was constantly being attacked in the media for having rallies during 2020, which was the year of COVID. And it continued on a little bit until 2021. I guess they couldn't entirely wrap it all up right after the election. Uh, That would just be too obvious. So they carried it over into a few months in 2021 as well. But in 2020, Joe was in his basement. When he did have events, everybody was like 50 feet apart. and There'd be like, you know, a grand total of about 40 people at his campaign rallies. Trump would have, of course, thousands upon thousands. And they, uh, the medical community, it was a whole list of the top doctors at the top institutions saying that you know, these were super spreader events. That's what they called them. You know, Donald Trump is putting all of these people at death's doorstep by having these rallies where they're not you know, six feet apart or whatever the thing was back then. But then at the same time, of course, simultaneously in the year 2020, you had the George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa riots going uh, 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 on across the country where they were burning down city blocks and sacking police stations and all of that. And of course, these rioters were shoulder to shoulder as well. And the same medical community said there's not really a risk of COVID being transmitted at these things. They said that. I mean, so, I mean, it's just, I, again, Sam, fundamentally speaking, it's very hard to understand how we continue to coexist in such a fragmented society. I mean, there aren't just differences of opinion. There are chasms as wide as, the Gulf of Mexico as far apart as we are on every issue. And, and this, this latest thing you're talking about, this milk from men, whatever that is, it's freaky. It's freakish. It's, you got to get away. Like I say, this is just beyond the pale to where I don't even know how to report it. So these whacked out folks, these are the people that do the mRNA shots and tell you they're good, and then you find out that, look, heart conditions, all kinds of meltdowns. The evidence is clear. Multi-international studies are proving it everywhere. Uh, the backlog of claims proves that everywhere. I mean, it's just beyond the We told you so. All right, now, this is the same thing, this milk idea. I'm telling you right now, if you give a man a, a, a concoction of drugs, a witch's brew of drugs is what I'm going to call it, a warlock's manufacturing of whatever um, – milk serum you give i'm telling you right now that milk is not going to be like god's milk through um his chosen agent a female okay and to say so is an absolute lie without evidence james let's use their words there's no evidence they have not done studies that can prove this to be uh, over a long period of time to be equivalent to god's creation it's just not true it's a lie and what they're really trying to do is deny god uh, and trust in the arm of flesh And the results are going to be your children are going to suffer because they're going to have all kinds of health problems down the line and everything else over this thing, James. And we call it now. Write it down. Remember the date and everything. I'm telling you this right now. And in 10, 20 years, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, babies that had man's milk from a drug concoction, it isn't the same. And and there's all these downhill problems. Now, the who, 
The World Health Organization right now, James, is literally saying, hey, global cancer diagnosis will reach 35 million people in 2050. That's according to U.S. estimates from the World Health Organization, up 77% from the 20 million that have it now. (laughs) Okay, and they're going, yeah, we're going to try these experiments on the people. And, And they're not trying these experiments um, in, in, in a limited case study, and, and, and people agree to, to, you know, by signing up for what they know to be, um, you know, a test, whatever. You, I'm, I'm trying to use the words that the, I don't know what words they use for this, but in, in a test trial, they're literally making the people globally guinea pigs for their psychotic agenda. They're putting manufactured meat, you know, meat, lab-grown meat into people's diets. They're all these things. And they're like, yeah, cancer is going to go up big time. Then they also talk about this. Is disease X real? They say fact check. Disease X is a preparedness scenario, not a real disease. Well, that might be fine, James, except for the fact that when the next pandemic comes, which they're predicting, and they change X to whatever the name of the pandemic is, does it become real? So they can play games now and say it's not real, but when it becomes real, was it real in the beginning? Well, you'll never know. Is, is X just a planned place marker? Or is X just a place marker for good people that want to protect us and it'll be filled in with whatever comes our way? You know, you, you can't trust these people. Well, it gets worse. California now okays drinking recycled wastewater. Wastewater to be treated for all pathogens before it reaches your tap. They say California is the second state behind Colorado. And here's what the program's called. You ready? Toilet to tap, James. Mm. <laughs> now, back in the, the 70s, they tried this. Unfortunately, he's serious. Well, the, 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 the punchline is toilet to tap. Um, they tried this in the 70s. And they got, oh, in the 90s, I'm sorry. In the 90s, they announced this thing, and they rejected it out of hand. They're like, no, this is nuts. This is crazy. But they say advancements in water purification make this completely viable. James, I don't know how to respond to this. But if you go toilet to tap, what are the downhill or the the after-the-fact repercussions of this? They claim that they got the water just as pure as the other water, just like this milk. But then they're predicting cancer's going up like 70 percent and then they say oh don't worry it's all good we know it's fine but then they have this thing disease x is it real uh they're gonna make sure it's real james well again we haven't even i don't how real it'll be we may see before the end of this year whatever they've got cooked up literally for us uh i still think that there's going to be many shoes to drop before November, and we, we've only begun to uh, to even uh, experience some of the tremors. But the whole thing, men's milk, drinking urine and feces or whatever that is, but it's really purified. It's really safe for you, just like the vaccines were. And uh, this whole eating bugs, all of that, uh, is this 
this is what they want for the whole country, of course, Sam. The only thing stopping them is, is, and I hate to make it oversimplify it to a red and a blue type of thing. The red's got a lot of problems too. Establishment Republicans are are not our friends, but but at, at least you've got a, a modicum of freedom in the red states with regards to some of this stuff. Uh, again, at long term, you want to uh, have these people controlling your life. That's the question, and. Well, we'll see which which way it goes, but right now the current trends are moving more and more and more, uh, of course, into that direction. Although there has been pushback in recent years, and I, I do think there's going to be an event here that just shakes this whole thing up. But right, I this pray is that it doesn't community. happen before the election. Uh, they probably won't because it might give the Democrats or Donald or um, Joe the blame if they do it. So hopefully, nothing will happen at least till after the election. But we'll we'll have to see. It depends on how threatened they feel. James, I want to switch well, gears got- a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Before you do, before you do, one, yeah. one thing. I, I saw something recently that came after came out the uh, came out of the uh, Tucker Carlson interview that uh, supposedly, and I wouldn't necessarily entirely discount this. It does sound too good to be true, though, that Russia ha- is working on or is perhaps on the downward slope on creating a vaccine for cancer. I trust that more than anything that uh, has come out uh, in terms of national vaccines here. Well, I agree with that, but I still wouldn't trust any of it. I don't believe in making mad, man-made concoctions and injecting it into your veins uh, on a hope that it will, you know, decrease or prevent disease. Well, I mean, you're certainly putting things in your your, your body that has created these things, and it's hard to avoid it entirely. Pretty much everything you uh, eat right. is a cancer-causing type well, of thing. Especially there, when they, the shedding is real, too, now, right? Well, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But certainly in the past, there have been vaccines that have eradicated disease like polio and things like that. Well, that's what you uh, claim. But if you study it, it won't be true. Well, I mean, you certainly don't have it here anymore. Uh, maybe the third world. But I do believe that there are I do believe that there could be something that that cures cancer. I don't I don't think that that's something that's outlandish. I think it's too much of a Now this is just me. I have no reason to base this on other than just my assumption. But yeah, I believe there's I, things I, it's that just can cure too cancer. much of a. Too much of a of a money making scam uh, enterprise. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree, and I do believe there's ways to cure cancer, but I don't believe it's going to be some a patented drug concoction that they inject into your veins to solve it. I believe it'll be a simple solution, a God ordained solution uh, of some kind, if we even have the guts to bring it forward at all. Time will tell. But I want to switch gears to a, a few interviews that are coming up on Liberty Roundtable Live. I don't do this that often, but I'm going to do this now because I think it's really relevant. I've got some great interviews coming up, ladies and gentlemen. And I just recorded an interview with Martha Zoller, James. And I don't know if you know who Martha is, but she's an incredible talk show host in Georgia. She uh, became Talkers Magazine Woman of the Year. Talkers.com for that. And Martha Zoller is a Georgia Republican talk show host. She's an insider that has all the deets on... The Fannie Willis case. Martha has the latest Uh news on former President Trump's legal case in Georgia where the surprise hearing took place. Anyway, I recorded an interview with her. It's going to be coming up on Liberty Roundtable Live. I'm just trying to decide when to air it, but it's going to be. Incredible. I'm interested. You, you you were keeping that one under the under the under your hat there. I'm I'm, I'm interested in this whole Fonnie Willis thing. I mean, it's uh, as far as soap operas go, it's <laughs> the think? best show in town right now. Okay, the other person that I've got coming soon is Talkers Magazine. You know what that is, right, James? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's the You've quintessential. It. It's the quintessential uh, website to keep track of everything happening in talk radio. Well, Michael Harrison is a friend of mine, and he'll be on the radio with me coming up soon, too. 
Oh, oh so he's the, uh, what, the publisher, the editor? Yeah. The founder? The owner. The founder. Okay. President. All right. Yep. Everything. Wow. So he's coming on with me. And then you got to tell him you want to be in that top 250. If you have him on, you got to be back in the top 250. Well, I'm, I'm already top whatever. Who knows? But, <laughs> but all I'm telling you is I was top 250 before, though. Uh, and and it's just going to continue to grow. But I've also got another guest that I can't tell you who, what, when, where yet. But mm. that's coming, too. I tell you so, what, anyway. hey, don't put anything past this man, Sam Bushman. You go back to 2016 and, uh, and forward, and you look at some of the interviews that have been nabbed here. You know, at, at once, depending on how the media wants to portray us, we are the smallest, most insignificant network and collection of talkers in the world. How dare any of these people go on this show? They're wasting their time. Uh, or at the same time, and simultaneously, we are the nexus of the entire thing. The whole thing runs through us. Uh, so uh, it, it just depends. Truth's probably somewhere in the middle, but uh, I tell you this, there's never a dull moment, and you never know who you're going to get. You never know who you're going to get. You got that right, but I'm telling you right now, we're fixing to crank things up for 2024, ladies and gentlemen. You ain't seen nothing yet. It's going to be happening. It's going to be epic as it does. We've also got some travels coming up, James, to tell you about, too. I'm going to be going to a specific uh, event with Clay Clark uh, and General Flynn. Uh, it's a podcast conference, and I'm going to be there. Wow. Wow. See, uh, rubbing shoulders with General Flynn, Mike Lindell. It ain't yeah. all about rubbing shoulders, but I tell you what it hey, is. And I introduced Sam. Mike Lindell on stage uh, regarding our vote fraud conference, too, back in the day, a year ago. Well, you now. certainly did. And, and I've said this before. When I first got into radio, I was uh, uh, giving a joint appearance uh, with uh, Steve King in Orlando a couple of weeks ago as part of this tour. And I said, when I first got into radio, I mean, it's great to talk to. Of people that other people are talking to but the main thing is the cause and, and and there's a lot of people out there that people have never heard about that are doing incredible work and need uh publicity and deserve recognition uh but of course they're shut out by the controlled establishment press and i said when i got into radio that was the thing that um that i wanted to do i wanted to give a voice to people who just couldn't break through any other way uh, and, to, and, and work on a cause greater than ourselves. Although I have to say, and this goes back to what you're talking about, Sam, it's it's still important, too, to build bridges in every direction. Build bridges to the people who haven't been given a voice or have been otherwise hushed up or shut out by the establishment press. Uh, and also, certainly, connect them and connect yourself, a nexus, if you will, uh, with the, the folks uh -oh. who... <laughs> who are who, who who travel in 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 different circles? So I mean, it is good to make contact with people who have contact. You're talking about you know in in some cases people who have a direct line to the former president, and and I think it's good because there is, despite the way the media would portray the message of this network and 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 um, present company, uh, what we're talking about is what's right for all Americans, and it deserves and should be. Uh, mainstreamed and increasingly it has become mainstream and a big part of that is because of the work of Sam Bushman and Liberty Roundtable and Liberty, Liberty News Radio so I think it's great uh, to to build bridges with the voiceless and the powerful and uh, all put it together for a common cause God family country and uh, Sam you've been uh, right at the center of that for a long long time and uh, I'm really looking forward to, as I do every year to seeing how this one unfolds but this one is especially special I think this one's gonna be particularly unique and uh, I know you got some big plans for the audience well, I want to talk a little bit more about Operation Reach Out, because since I mentioned it, all kinds of cool things are happening. We'll talk about uh, details of that on the other side of the break. But in the meantime, 
uh, you went to one of our dear friends uh, at an event in Florida and spoke too to a group that you hadn't really rubbed shoulders with in the past. I know them well, and I've worked with them for a long time. But but you made connections outside of my involvement uh, and had an incredible speech that literally hit it out of the park, right? Well, this was uh, an interesting thing. As you know, I have uh, given a lot of speeches, and then uh, last year, 2023, I did more trips and more public appearances, more uh, speak, uh, speaking engagements than uh, at, at any other year. And uh, this one, uh, though, was my first uh, tour of 2024. I hear the music Give me a teaser, up, then we'll talk about, about it. it on the other side. It was the Restore Freedom Rally in Orlando, Florida, and it was a conference unlike any I have spoken at, and I'll tell you why when we come back. Roger that. Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden's brother, James Biden, will testify before lawmakers as part of the Republican-led impeachment inquiry into the president. James Biden set to undergo a deposition with members of the House Oversight Committee Wednesday. The inquiry is expected to center on two loans President Biden extended to his brother, along with other business transactions James Biden engaged in alongside his nephew, Hunter who was set to testify on February 28th. More economic sanctions are being placed against Russia following the passing of opposition figure Alexei Navalny. I told you we'd be announcing sanctions on Russia. We'll have a major package announced on Friday. President Biden says the sanctions aim to hold Russia responsible for Navalny's death and for its actions during the conflict in Ukraine. Russia is reportedly holding a California woman hostage under charges of treason in Russia. The woman holds dual citizenship in both the U.S. and Russia, but she lives part-time in the Los Angeles area. Russian authorities allege the 33-year-old raised funds in support of Ukraine. Nikki Haley is pledging to remain in the 2024 presidential race, affirming her commitment during a campaign event in her home state Tuesday. I'm willing to take the cuts, the bruises, and the name-calling, because the only way you get to the blessing is by going through the pain. Despite trailing former President Trump by a big margin in polls leading up to Saturday's South Carolina primary, She's dismissed calls for her to withdraw from the race. The planned merger of several major TV streaming platforms is now being challenged in a new lawsuit filed in New York by Fubo TV. The company is suing Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers, alleging a long history of anti-competitive practices. Fubo TV says if those companies are allowed to enter the live sports streaming business, it will kill the competition. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo 
code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each Pure Ground Burger so you can sample all the steak-on-a-bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout, and get $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Live on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, James Edwards riding shotgun today, thepoliticalcesspool.org, and he was attending a recent Restore Freedom rally in Florida. He had the opportunity to speak to a new crowd. Details start now, James. I can really hold court on this for a few minutes if uh, if you, we have the time, Sam. Absolutely. Kicked off was uh, last summer I was giving a speech in Dallas, and I invited uh, Lauren Witzke to come and be a speaker at the event and uh, she came. And of course, she'd been on the program several times before. Lauren Witzke, if anybody doesn't remember, was the former Republican nominee for U.S. Senate in Delaware in 2020. And she ran in the Republican primary, a contested Republican primary. She was not the establishment's choice, but she won uh, the, the primary and then went on to get more votes than any Republican ever had, even though she fell short against an entrenched Democratic incumbent in deep blue Delaware. Anyway. Uh, she was making a lot of news in 2020, and since then she's gone on and she's working in production for films and doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Uh, so she's still very active, but we hit it off back in 2020. She's been on my show several times, and then in Dallas I was given a speech. There was an open slot. I invited her to come. We spent a couple of days together, and then uh, she called me a few months later 
a couple of months later, I guess it was, and she said, hey, I'm putting together this event in Orlando. I think you'd be great. And I originally just thought it would be like a dinner meeting or maybe a, a weekend conference and, you know, because I get invited to speak at a lot of different things and I normally don't check into them. And I said, sure, no problem. And then she called back around Christmas last year. She said, okay, we got, uh, you know, we want to take care of your travel arrangements, you know, which is pretty customary. And then I just asked her for a little bit more information and she told me Freedom Law School, Restore Freedom Rally, Paymon Montejeda. Uh, taxes, and I, you know, he's big on taxes, and I said, you know, Lauren, you know, you know me, am I really going to be a good fit for the, this particular, you know, a tax conference? You know, I speak a lot about the dangers of multiculturalism and uh, society cohesion and uh, things like that, and, you know, do you think uh, I'm going to be a good fit for this? Said, oh, yeah, 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 you'll be great. Believe me, believe me, you'll be great for this. So I said, okay, well, I'll come. And, you know, the worst thing that happens is they throw a few tomatoes and I, I go back home and get back to work. But I got to say, Sam, I was, um, it exceeded expectations by every standard of measurement. So this thing took place February 2nd through the 5th. And uh, there was about 200 people in attendance. It was very well attended. And uh, the first, uh, you know, the, the, it was built around Paymon Montejeda. And by the way, I did start checking into it, and you said, yeah, Richard Mack has been an exhibitor at this in the past, and you know these people, they're good people, because I didn't know anything about it. Not that I have to know people before I, I go and speak. I'll speak to anybody, anywhere. But um, he was talking about, he's outspoken about the federal income tax. So he was giving a talk about that. And then, uh in a very compelling way, he was uh, another speaker on this topic of taxes was Joe Bannister. Now, Joe Bannister is a former uh, gun carrier. Joe Bannister, agent. a dear friend of mine, ladies and gentlemen. See, I mean, I, where were you at? You should have been there. But see, Joe Bannister. The problem is I don't have money to travel everywhere, James. I, would, <laughs> I, I know these people well. I know the guy that created the Restore Freedom Rally quite well. He's a member of the CSPOA. He's a dear friend of ours. Richard Mack has spoken as as events several times. I just don't have the money to travel everywhere. Everywhere I go costs probably one, two, three, four grand just depending oh, yeah. on the details. And I just can't go to all these places. Now, if people would help fund and help, you know, I, I'd love to go to these things. And I could be at all these places. And I could report live and everything. Else, but I just can't be everywhere. I can't do it. There's just no money. Well, I, listen, I know that. I mean, it's not it's, it's not even a live off the land type of thing. You don't get paid to go to these things. Uh, when people are generous enough to pay for your travel, that certainly helps, and that's what, what gets you there. But, but no, I, I certainly understand that. But, yeah, see, I had talked to you about it. He said, yeah, these guys, you know, you should, you should go. This would be a, good, a good, uh, good thing. I know some of these guys. Richard Mack has been there, so on and so forth. But Joe Bannister on the issue of taxes, a former gun-carrying special agent with the IRS's Criminal Investigation Division, the CID, uh, and he, he went uh, – he gave a talk about his experience with the IRS and the corruption of that organization. Of course, they persecuted him and prosecuted him, and uh, thankfully he was able to uh, get acquitted on all counts by the trial jury. But he gave an absolutely mesmerizing talk about his history in the IRS and so on and so forth. So built upon that foundation between Paymon Montejeda 
and Joe Bannister. Then it branched out to a lot of different issues that were being discussed, okay? It wasn't just about taxes. There were speakers, and I'm talking about an all-star lineup of speakers whose expertise ranged from breaking down the nuances of false flags and conspiracies, so-called conspiracies, to expert presentations on topics such as vaccines, human trafficking, building our own media, and even building independent nations. So one who was a standout was uh, Mindy Robinson. She's actually dating Randy Couture, the uh, former uh, mixed martial arts champion, and uh, been in a lot of big movies, action movies uh, with Sylvester Stallone. And anyway, she's a television personality, uh, real vivacious, uh, independent journalist, and she hosts a docu series show called Conspiracy Truths. She has done a documentary on the not only January sixth, but also a hard hitting expose on the Las Vegas shooting. And she and a fellow speaker named Mary Crowley, who I had the opportunity to meet and really hit it off with, it's great to make these connections. This is where, through these connections, solutions and ideas present themselves. Mary Crowley is the president of Destiny Studios. She did, uh, showed her documentary on human trafficking. And it, between these two women, they demonstrated once again how impactful and how professionally made documentary films and visual media can challenge anything the establishment is producing for a fraction of the cost. I'm telling you folks, for pennies on the dollar, our side is making slick polished and you gotta have it you know i can and, remember and you're right and liberty the, roundtable liberty news radio has been doing this in the media for live talk radio and everything else for literally decade over a decade now almost you know let's see 2009 we started sure. this network uh built it overnight in one night <laughs> anyway uh, all i'm telling you is we set the pattern for this and now they're starting to do it this this is why i want to kind of highlight this operation reach out idea that's the next phase uh, of our efforts but we're taking them on like never before the new media is taking center stage they don't know what to do with us james well there's no doubt about it when it comes to uh, commercial talk radio uh, you were the the founding father of that for this side. I mean, for for the issues that I talk about now in my 20th year, we were the first regularly scheduled broadcast program. Of course, there's a lot of overlap, but you with the network, and I had this program. Then we got picked up by this network. There's no doubt about it that it, it, that part of the media goes back to what you've done, Sam. And that's not an exaggeration. That is just a numerical fact of when that started. There were no other people doing this kind of stuff 20, 25 years ago. Now, it, it, over the course of the last 10 years, it's really proliferated. Now, a lot of the mainstream talkers are using our talking points. And you've actually been able to witness that observably in real time over the last few years. And, and they're all basically getting kicked off the mainstream clown shows. And they're starting their own networks and starting their I mean, look at Tucker now. Look at Glenn Beck now. And Tucker and Glenn are actually working together. So after Tucker went and got the interview with, with Vladimir Putin, uh, and Tucker tried to go to the Ukrainian president, and the Ukrainian president said, hey, for a million bucks, I'll do it. And Tucker laughed and went away. Just shows you what a clown <laughs> show that is. Well, then Tucker went on Glenn Beck, and they talked about it. That's where this information hey, came out. That the Ukrainian see? president wanted a million dollars or whatever just to do the interview. Now Tucker and Glenn are working together. Well, I'm working with Glenn on a few projects, too, by the way. Well, this is the thing, Sam. There is so much interconnectedness now that you would not have seen 10 years ago, really not even five years ago. It is really happening. By the way, I just mentioned Peter Brimelow being under attack. Tucker Carlson just interviewed Lydia Brimelow, his wife, about the attack that we were talking about in the first hour. It just got posted to VDare.com just today. So yeah, it's happening in real time. I'm working with Glenn time. Beck on another project called Liberty Village. 
See, and this is it, well. I, let me, let me, let me not double down. I was I, I in the I was I in the room for that. Glenn's talk show just uh, a little while ago, and I went to a big gala that raised a bunch of money. Me and Glenn were in the same room. We're working so, together see, on a few things. There you go, folks. And let me let me let me add on to that exactly. And this is important what Sam's talking about here. But with regards to talk media, you know, I think it all started here. But uh, for our side, but with regards to slick. Look, I can remember, you remember back in the 80s and the 90s, Sam, you would have these documentaries that were filmed very cheaply. And, and that's, I, I get it. That's as much as you could do back then. The content was wonderful. The message, all the facts, all the figures, but it just yeah, didn't look good. Yeah, but the production good. was lackluster. Have, the production best. crowd, right. they did the best they could. I'm not disparaging this. I got a lot of DVDs from that era. The production quality is very low. The content is, is bar none, top notch. But now you're fusing it, and I saw a couple of people at this Restore Freedom rally that have fused it together. It's the same content, the content we want, but slick presentation as good as anything the networks are doing. I saw that at this rally. Now, some other highlights. Yeah, 2,000 Mules makes the point as well. Well, that's another one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dinesh is is a little more elaborately funded, but you, you got people doing it even for what a fraction of his budget would have been, and it's just as good as any of that. Now, uh, Laura Loomer who's a Trump surrogate, had to cancel at the last minute. And so there was an opening on the, on the roster. And I, and I called Lauren Witzke, and I said, you know, you got an opening. How about Steve King, former U.S. congressman? I said, yeah, I just don't think we could get him. I, you know, we're probably not big enough for him. And I said, well, hold on. Call back 30 minutes later, Steve's in. <laughs> so I called Steve about uh, 10 days before the conference, said, hey, there's, I'm going to speak at this event in Orlando. Uh, I think you might enjoy it. Uh, do you want to come? And so he said, yep, where do I need to go? And so and Steve King came down there. And I got to tell you, you know, I thought, and, and, and surely they are, the issues of foreign policy, immigration, trade, uh, freedom of speech, things like that, you know, are the, are the signature issues. He gave a talk on the CO2 pipelines that was absolutely riveting. Uh, and, and he laid out the case of the scheme that the governments are doing. These climate change zealots are marshalling this scheme involving CO2 pipelines that are running through the American heartland, which is, of course, he's from Iowa, so he's on ground zero of this. And I know Richard Mack is, is, is uh, aware of this issue, too. It's just another installment of the globalist takedown of sovereignty in America. And he gave an hour-long talk on that. He gave a little bit of a background on his time in Congress and, and what happened to him in Congress and how the establishment you know, went after him for speaking out in defense of Western civilization. And then he went into this talk on the CO2 pipeline, uh, and, it, and it was wonderful. And um, Yeah, Steve so whether is it was spot on and educated about that. I've talked to him off-air about the details of this uh, in detail. And it's, it's riveting, and it's true, and everything that we're uh, doubling down on with the World Economic Forum and their agenda and everything else is being exposed by Steve King and others. It, it, it was something. And we, he and I were on a panel together, and there was a question about photosynthesis. And I, I was like, you know, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, that's an interesting question for a former congressman. He gave a college-level science dissertation on photosynthesis. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you had to have been there, folks, to have seen all this. And then um, there was another speaker who, who gave an enthralling talk about the post a COVID tidal wave of taxes. His name was uh, Dr. Peter St. Ange. Anyway, those were just some of the speakers who were there. There were, there were others. It was a four-day event, which is long for a conference. Typically, conferences start Friday afternoon in Sunday morning at the latest. This ran all day Friday through all day Monday, and nobody left. All right, 200 people there, plus, you know, going and coming 
Uh, it could have been more than that. But uh, they seem to be motivated. I gave a talk on you know, topics fundamental to my program. And I was wondering how, you know, the talk about how there might need to be a, a move for secession, the things that I'm known for talking about, standing ovation, dozens of people coming up for signed books and things like that afterwards, people saying, I've been waiting all my life to hear people talk about how whites are being discriminated against. I can't believe somebody's actually out there saying it. Uh, and this was something where, again, it wasn't a conference built around those types of issues like an American Renaissance conference or even a V-Dare conference might be. Uh, with regards to identity and immigration and things like that, but people just a little bit to the right on some of these other issues, it seemed to be a very fertile uh, ground for them to receive this message. And I just said, listen, I'm going to give my talk, uh, you know, no matter what happens. And uh, But it was very, very, very well received. It was very, very encouraging. And then that night, that Saturday night, uh, we had a wonderful live broadcast from the show. We had... Uh, Steve King on the show for parts of two hours, and your friend, Sam, uh, former United States Congressman Steve Stockman. And that was really one of the things, even after 20 years on the radio, that was very cool to me. These were two guys, Steve King and Steve Stockman, who were attacked by the system in many different ways, whether it being redrawing the lines of their district to uh, criminal uh, persecution, uh, with uh, Steve Stockman having to have his sentence commuted by Donald Trump to Steve King being primaried by the Republican establishment. They cut off all of his funding and funded his opponent. To have these two guys together who worked in Congress together, it was really cool because you could tell the camaraderie. It was, it was something you could feel when they talked to each other again on the air, and it was just really cool to have been able to put that together. Peter Brimelow was on that show as well, and uh, that show was heavy on the situation. We're Texas talking star-studded radio all up and down the line, but Operation Reach Out, as I'm calling it now, continues as Glenn Beck and uh, Tucker Carlson working together, and now we're working with all these people and everything else. I got a couple of other headlines I want to end sure. on that are really, really important. I got one during the show today just now. Uh, World Net Daily gave it to me, but the Daily Signal is the one that had it first, so they both get credit. USDA, U.S. Cabinet Agency, colludes with left-wing group to turn out voters. Documents now reveal. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA, is working with a left-wing advocacy group to increase voter turnout. As part of Joe Biden's executive order, James, they want to boost voter turnout according to this executive order that Joe Biden put together. It's executive order one four zero one nine, James. <laughs> well, you know, the first thing the Democrats could do if they want to boost voter turnout is get a living person to run for president, not this resurrected cadaver. So, I yeah, I that, that they've got a problem there with enthusiasm on their side. Uh, in terms of uh, their standard bearer himself. But, I mean, you can't make people vote. I, I don't know what you can do about that. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, they're going to have to do something. They're going to need think some about drop this, boxes. Though. Documents are now proving collusion via executive order, James. Documents prove it. What do you say to this? This is prison time for Joe if we create real accountability. This is insane. Mm -hmm. An executive order and now collusion with documents to turn out more voters using the USDA and rural voters. and uh, This is insanity. Well, I mean, again, any mechanism, any lever under their control, they will try to 
and have used to subvert and to weaponize against their opposition. And uh, what, what do you think this is going to go to? Where do you think this leads to? All right. I don't even know how to respond to this story, really. It is so crazy. Um, directing, you got an executive order directing federal agencies to get involved in elections. Now, where is Congress on this? I mean, that right now, when you swear out an executive order like that, at some point, yeah. it's just, it, where is Congress to prosecute and, and convict and impeach and, and everything else, James? <laughs> Wait, you know, I don't I, understand I tell you, this. Well, you've got, I, I will tell you, I, I am not a fan of the head table of the Republican Party, but there is a difference now in the House with regards to Republicans and Democrats. And this was something that we were talking about with Congressman, Congressman King and Stockman on that aforementioned show earlier this month, is that a lot of the treacherous stuff that the Democrats have cooked up in the Senate with, uh, along with Republican collaborators, like Mitch McConnell and and some of, of of that ilk are just dead on arrival when they get to the House. Of course, the Republicans are so stupid to have uh, thrown out Santos. He might not have been our guy, but I mean, you're going to get it down to a one vote majority now. I mean, that's just madness. But but nevertheless, when they sent in well, this the madness treasonous... was allowing this guy to run unchallenged without exposing the dirt on him in the first place, and allowing this to continue was the clown show, right? Well, I mean, obviously the Democrats didn't vet him either, or they would have put this off. I know, but the Republicans up. have a duty to, to to vet their own and to say, look. Well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't so much that he had done anything. It's just he started lying about so much of who he was towards the end of the campaign and into his first few months in office. I mean, I don't know if he was necessarily corrupt in a, in a way that was identifiable. He just sort of embellished so much about his the, the facts about his. Yeah, there's money scandals there, and, too, by the way. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm but just anyway, saying, but I, look. It's our own corruption that's, that's biting us in the derriere, if you will. Well, but the the thing is, though, uh, when the Senate put forth this, and I'll get back to your point very quickly, when the Senate put forth this treasonous bill package that was masquerading as some sort of a border security, even though they still had a 5,000 a day allotment of illegal aliens that could come through no problem, and then, of course, attached to this was a rider for tens of billions of dollars for Israel and Ukraine and, and all of their other pet projects, you know, that was dead on arrival in the House. So good for the Republicans on that. But see here, you know, why you're talking about Congress is uh, being complicit with uh, Congress being complicit with what Biden's all, you know, doing here. Well, the, the Senate is uh, under his control. And instead of taking him to task on this issue that you've just brought up, you know, you know what the Senate did today? I'm reading in the news. They're trying to cut the tax exempt status of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. I mean, of all the things that we have to worry about in this country, that's what they're going after right now. I mean, this is something that they, that they just sent to the House. <laughs> all i can tell you is this i i understand the house right, cut the tax down. exempt status i'm sorry i don't know what i said i don't know if i and, said and, funding i meant tax exempt status of the UDC. yes i agree with uh the house rejecting this and good on them for it but my problem with the house is this they know all funding bills all spending bills need to originate in the house so why they sat back and let the senate hammer this out before they went against it is beyond me. Uh, they knew that it was a clown show from the start, with knowing who was involved in the negotiations for it. Joe and and uh, what's that whacked out senator from uh, Rand Paul's district? Uh, what's that guy's name? McConnell. 
Yeah, Mitch McConnell. Knowing that Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden are hammering out this deal and then the, the House sits back and waits for that to happen, knowing that they're responsible for spending bills, was a dereliction of duty, first of all. So, I mean, I appreciate them turning it down. That's good. But why they let that clown show happen, they don't even have their own plan to solve the problem, James, is the problem. All I know is this. You say we're going to shut down the government if you don't shut down the border. It's that simple. That's exactly, you know what, that is exactly what King and Stockman said on the program February the 3rd. Yep, they said exactly, we shut down the government. And, and they even went to, because the media always likes to play the game, Steve Stockman was particularly good on this, uh, that Republicans shut, you know, the government shutdowns are always the, the fault of the Republicans, and it always comes back to cost Republican seats. And Steve Stockman said, it didn't cost us any seats. It's the right thing to do. You got a criminally, you know, well, he didn't, this, this wasn't his word. I'm saying you got a criminally out of control government. Now, he just said, no, yeah, this is that's why I say it's, just it's shut a, it down and just say, look, if you want to open up the government, you need to close the border. It's the only lawful right thing to do. Joe, you're a criminal, and we're going to stop you, and we're going to do it now. But see, they don't have any guts, yeah. though. Okay, Mike yep. is betraying us. He just sat back while the Senate negotiated that deal. You knew it would be a clown show. Why'd you let that go without having an answer of your own? I yep, don't know. There you go. But it's disappointing. Well, it's to disappointing. Say the least. But it is interesting that I can I can tell you for all their faults, and we can't. You know, I always try to limit myself from uh, or prevent myself from letting the perfect be the enemy of the good. And I don't even know how good they are, but they are a damn sight better than the other side. And for the Republicans to stop a lot of this treasonous, traitorous stuff coming from the Senate and the House, uh, the Republicans in the House to stop this stuff from the Senate is good. And hopefully they'll stop some other things. But, yeah, as far as, you know, holding them accountable, you know, that's have to start in the Senate. Then it gets to the House and the Republicans only control one half of that equation and only by one vote. So uh, until then, or until November at least, and we'll see what happens, um, could get better, could get worse, but uh, and, and normally when they have complete control, and they did have that in Trump's first years, when they're the worst, they actually have more backbone when they're the minority. Sad uh, but, but when, reality check, right? When when Trump, uh, when they had for the first uh, half term of Trump's administration, they had the White House, the Senate, and the House, House. and they uh, they they uh, governed like. Liberals, basically. I mean, they tried well, to they do promised the they'd get rid of Obamacare. They voted yes for it like 40-plus times when they didn't have any ability to make sure that it passed. Once they had the ability to make sure it passed, they literally failed. It was DOA. Um, you know, the border. I mean, we could just keep going right on down the list, right? Pro-life. I mean, they got – so, you know, Mike Johnson literally betraying us, though, with that border thing, just sitting back letting the, the Senate negotiate it. But Mike Johnson also betrayed us. Uh, in several ways. I mean, it just goes on and on. He went and visited the border even to do a big old clown show. But then when it comes to getting anything done, where is Mike Johnson's plan to shut down the government unless you shut down the border? It doesn't exist. He's yeah. derelict in his duty. Yep. And I'll, I know a lot of the Christians will be like, oh, Sam, how dare you? This guy's a Christian. I know he is. I know. But I also know that we got to advance the ball, people. Yeah, if, you now. know what happens, though? When you got people who do have the backbone to do what you're saying, they drum them out like King and Stockman. Roger that. Truth shall set you free. There you go, James Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Two hours of incredibly hard-hitting talk radio, always at your fingertips. ThePoliticalCesspool.org. Check out his award-winning broadcast and book. It's all available at ThePoliticalCesspool.org. I am Sam Bushman. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Donate liberally, would you please? Would sure appreciate it. Uh, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.